everybody and welcome to another episode of the Making Sense podcast. I am Sam. Yo. <laughs> and I am Kalisha. <laughs> hello, hello guys. It's Jay here. And yours truly, Francis. Thank you for tuning in again and um, please continue to give us your feedback and give us comments and visit, visit our Instagram and Twitter pages, Making Sense PC. And thank you for tuning in again. Yeah, we love we love all our listeners, right? Yes, we do. Thank you. Dearly. We thank <laughs> you for funny. your ongoing oh, you support. You don't love the listeners? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do. I was just surprised you expressed it. Oh, <laughs> you okay. never have before. Because well, I'm a robot, right? And huh? I don't, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm a mechanical. I'm the robot. Oh, you're yeah, the robot. I'm still very much oh, human. Though. I see. Uh, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> what cool. are we talking about today? Today, we'll be looking at... Um, trading versus investments well mm. it's um the, the two are used quite a lot to describe the same thing but mm. they're not so today we'll just provide a, a, a high level breakdown or of the differences of what they are what they aren't the dangers of of individual concepts etc cool. cool i think this is good because we had quite a few questions on um on trading What's, yeah which yeah. is best trading versus investment yeah. so yeah. i think this would be good for those people that ask and before we get started our traditional disclaimer uh everything we discussed today uh is not to be taken as uh, financial advice we are not registered financial advisors uh the information and opinions we give you is mainly food for thought and stuff for you to go out and do your own research uh maybe seek professional help if you need to but we really really do advocate that everybody at least have a base level knowledge and if you want to go further do that so don't come back to us if anything <laughs> goes wrong please it's all on you do your research yes. take some accountability folks exactly we're not liable for your, your actions hmm. exactly basically yeah so that that's it yeah yep. so let's what, get going B. yeah what is the difference um tell us please well i think that again you have various explanations um at different places but at the very bottom of it, um, trading, it's, um, it's very short term focused, whereas investing is very long term focused. So if we look at, you know, the corporate world or the institutional world, for instance, an investment bank, if you have a trader there, what he does effectively is just buy and sell security, buy and sell assets, you know, security, stocks, bonds, whatever to clients, right? Um, and he does that during the day. His intention isn't really to buy it and to hold it so that the price will go up in a year or so. All he's, all he's really concerned about is the price of whatever it is he's trading. He wants to buy it for slightly lower and sell it for slightly higher throughout the whole day. And that's all he does. So that's trading. So that's Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. You see, he's a broker. <laughs> he was a broker. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's, there's that. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. You mentioned that. Now, the difference between a broker and a trader, a broker effectively has no risk. All he's doing is he has one person on this side, that's his client. He has another person on this side, that's also his client, and he brings them together for a trade. That's it. So to, he's, he's buying it from one side and selling it to the other side, but he's not actually doing a transaction. He's just bringing them together to okay. do it. And so takes he, a margin. I and think. takes, exactly, takes whatever's in the mm. middle. That's the broker. The trader now, what he might do is in the morning, he might buy some stocks, have it on his balance sheet and sell it throughout the day. Mm. So he holds some risk, whereas a broker doesn't hold any risk. Okay. That's the difference between the two. Okay. So, so Wolf of Wall Street, they're brokers. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah. So earlier you said trading is... More short-term focus. More short-term. Yeah. So does that, 
does that bring more risk then because it's more short term um well yeah well yeah it does you you could say it does um does it really i don't know only because early in early episodes you said short term investments yeah are always more risky yeah but well, i say that because i don't okay well say you buy something this morning and the price drops by 10 percent in the afternoon right mm. well if you sell it you've lost 10 percent. yeah but imagine you didn't sell it and you kept it for a year or five years if what you bought was really good or had good value clearly that 10 percent is nothing because within those years it would have risen again right so yeah i guess it's 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 riskier if you're just planning to hold something for one day regardless of the outcome then yeah it's Mm -hmm. definitely riskier i would say um so that's trading right in terms of investors an investment is 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 more long-term focused so so again i don't really know what the um, the definition of long-term is but i would say for at least a few years i would say Mm -hmm. so you buy stocks and apple today and your whole intention is to hold it for a few years because you believe the value of Apple will go up over the years. Um, so you have asset managers or investment managers. That's what they do. And um, they obviously manage portfolios of assets. So usually in order to hold these assets, they obviously have to buy them. So they will buy them from a trader mm. or a broker. Um, that's So that's those are, I'll say, the high level differences in the two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions on that, guys? Not for now. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, is it similar to gambling? Um, I think Jerome, do you wanna do you wanna address that one? Why why, why, why me? What do you mean? Why you? Why? You're here, right? You're you're part of this of the Making <laughs> I, Sense I, I, podcast. I, 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 but what made you think I had that information? Um, well, let's you could because you like cryptocurrencies, right? So yeah people talk about investing in cryptocurrencies is that a gamble what do you think uh i think it's how it depends on how you invest um i think there's a lot of parallels in the cryptocurrency space that i've seen with the more traditional uh markets uh there's different players in the space so you have someone like me who's actually quite interested in the underlying tech and what it can do uh, and sees future applications of that tech so my investment uh, outlook is a bit more long term because I think okay once uh, technology fully takes over uh, or or not even takes over okay when technology starts to take on more of what's being done from a non-tech standpoint now cryptocurrencies will have more utilization then so I'm getting in now because I think you know what the way things are going from a technological app standpoint yeah it's probably going to have more utilization then there are some people that are literally just buying for the volatility in the price movements now speculating speculating now and and that's that's, so it's the same uh let's say commodity would you call it commodity or asset or whatever you want to call it it's the same thing but it's being traded or interacted with very differently yeah uh would i say trading is a gamble i i'd probably say the same thing it depends on what you're doing yeah so if you are literally just buying for price movements you know maybe cfds or something like that or uh was it uh, spread betting all that kind of stuff i'd say that's more betting but if you're taking a longer term approach, looking into what you're buying and how it could be used, you may say that's an investment. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah, just no, me. no. I, 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 um, I think I agree with exactly what you've said. Um, oh, wow. Thank you. But yeah. <laughs> so, so, so um, but I would say, you know, the, the simple answer is it gambling? No, it's not gambling. The only reason why I would say that is because if you're gambling, it's obviously it's like there's only two outcomes yeah. you win or you lose, right? Mm. That's mm. it. Whereas if you buy something, the price drops. Well, A, you haven't lost all your money, and B, 
if you hold on for long enough, you might make it back. Yeah. So I'll say those are the differences between that and gambling. Yeah. But right? doesn't that but depend on what your objectives are? Because if your objectives are for the money you put into just increase, yeah. then whether it drops a tiny bit or a lot, that's still a loss. Mm. It's a loss, but it's Basically. not a realized loss, right? Hmm. It's not because if you buy a, a lot, lottery ticket, right? Yeah. Well, that's it. If you don't get the numbers, your <laughs> yeah. money's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. But if you there's get no the, recovering if you from get a bet, right? Three numbers and you get your ten pounds. Then yeah, you've won. Uh, but if you're okay. hoping for the jackpot, fine, and didn't fine. win the jackpot. So okay, so then there's some there's some form of gambling yeah. where you can make a little bit, or you, you you might not lose all your money. Yeah. Mm. Fine. So okay. So then in that sense, it is like gambling. So fine. I've looked at the de- dictionary definition of gambling. It says to play games of chance for money. Yeah. Obviously, that's quite far away from investing. Well, but the you, second you one it hope. says take risky action in the hopes of a desired result. That is exactly what it is then. Exactly. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, see, but see, see, that's that's more so trading. Yeah. Investing, you'd say, is even a little bit further from gambling, mm. especially if you've done your homework on whatever it is you're buying, and you actually have reason to believe that whatever you're buying has um a very very a, a high likelihood of of increasing in value. Yeah. Because yeah, if you just apply that broad brush approach, buying a house is a gamble. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, houses are assets as well, right? Exactly. I remember the times when people were negative equity. Yeah, you know, so everything like that is a gamble if you want to apply that kind yeah. of. Yeah, mm. but like but I would say in investing or even trading done properly is is not gambling done properly, right? Done properly. Um, unfortunately, most people don't do it properly. Most retail people definitely don't. Some professionals don't do it properly. Well. But so, how do you trade or learn how to trade? Exactly. Um, I think the... And to don't learn to do it properly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's very difficult, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I think I would say it's with experience. But before you even start to trade, you need to understand how things work properly. That's the very first thing. And that's where usually people go wrong. I would say retail investors where they don't fully understand how things work. Mm. Mm. They they understand how things work to a basic level and then they start trading or whatever. So and can you give a definition of a retail um trader? Or anyone in this room like me and you. Okay. Anyone who who, who doesn't trade professionally like okay. for a bank or anything. Okay. Yeah. Or even some rich person who's just a person who's yeah. That's what I'd say. Um but yeah. <clears throat> it starts with knowing what it is you're doing knowing how how the world works how economies work how assets work mm. how assets prices work one kind of side question linked though so maybe for some of our younger listeners how would someone get into that kind of career i know when i was in college uni that's something i wanted to do i just had no idea how to um so yeah what kind of uh academic path do you think someone yeah. should take um well a lot of people in finance study economics Okay. Mm. That's probably like the go-to degree, but it's you don't need to study economics to get into it. You just need to study some topic which has a high, high numerate, a high level of numeracy. of numeracy in it. So you know anything like maybe maths, yeah. physics, engineering, anything with that kind of you know, yeah okay. skill set, whatever. Will that kind that of, can ease you into it. Can yeah ease you. But then, with that being said, you can study English and still become an investment banker. Yeah, it's very possible, and you see oh, it quite a lot. Yeah, but it's more it's more likely someone who did English at Oxford rather than South Bank. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. No, no, that is true. That's the thing. It's very elitist, right? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want to get into, yeah, it's very elitist. Yeah. If you got a degree from certain places, it, 
kind of doesn't matter what it's in. If yeah. it's a, as a certain grade and from a certain place, yeah. they just assume you have the knowledge to be able yeah. to do whatever you need to do. But if you, if you have the interest and you want to get into it, I would say just read. Read stuff like follow the markets. Read stuff go on the Bloomberg website. Just mm. read it every day. Yeah. Just follow the markets. That's Even their would. app on Firestick is really good. A Bloomberg yeah. TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, I find that quite useful. I think everyone should download that, not just Cody in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of learning it, you can only learn by experience really. But okay. before you even start, make sure you know the basics, you know. Make sure you know what what returns are, what what the risks are, how you can kind of monitor your risk. Um I feel like for people that are really really um inexperienced with this, um telling them that the way to learn is through experience it's gonna just deter them from trying mm. so yeah. well i said learn first and then yeah. yeah but what's what where can they learn the basics with to the for, to the point where they'd be comfortable enough to and say i'm gonna try basics, this yeah okay um well so where do you start okay well start <laughs> with google and then youtube yeah and what kind of what should the sh- they be searching uh Okay, Investopedia, for instance, yeah. has this this thing. It's called um how to invest. Okay, yeah. So that 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 would be a good that's that's a good place to start. Okay. So it teaches you what you need to know in order to start investing. It's not comprehensive, so once you've read that, doesn't mean you all know everything. Mm. But it's a good place to start. Um, in terms of the kind of stuff you should be doing, I would say if you're interested in investing or trading, start with just equities, right? With shares. So know what a share price is. Know yeah. what it What's is. What's with the giggle when you say that? Remember, you're talking to people that but may that's have what I'm just, no yeah, I know, clue I know, what you're talking I know. about. I didn't giggle. I just, I was just <laughs> happy to be here. Price is. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah know what people, share price is. Some people, they need to understand you know, just, that. Just understand what is it that makes a share price <coughs> mm. go up or down. Mm. Yeah. That's probably the, the most important thing. What is it that makes a change in value? And, you know, how quickly or how can that change in value be reflected quickly? Um yeah i would say start with basic stuff like that or maybe buy one book one small book mm. like the one by mark dampier like that one. <laughs> <laughs> like that one <laughs> like that one or there's there's quite there's a few classics that i'm guessing there's people, an investing for dummies yeah there is actually yeah but we'll buy that yeah, yeah. Uh, are you sure because i've heard some uh bad things within the for dummy series but with those right they're, they're literally they're teaching you the bare minimum okay so for someone who has no idea mm. i think that, that, that's i know some of the tech guys i work with because i'm obviously trying to get into tech now yeah um so i bought uh computer science for dummies and they said no you shouldn't have done that because <laughs> it's just a branding thing now yeah. they said there's, there may be better books yeah. out there so I, I no there are there are definitely better okay. books out but there. you think for a beginner that's for a beginner okay. they will learn something of regardless oh, right oh, yeah. from anything that they read so um how easy is it to become a trader? Because I used to see on Instagram a lot of like advertisements and people yeah. like, oh, be a trader. I can teach you how to trade. Yeah, you see, w- with that, most of it you can just ignore because they all lose money. <laughs> and and when people say become a trader, etc., what they actually mean is learn how to trade CFDs or spread betting, right? So CFDs means um, contract for difference. And all it basically means is that, so, so it's CFDs and spread betting are essentially the same thing, mm. but spread betting are classed as gambling. So therefore you don't pay any tax on whatever you make, mm. but it's the same thing, mm. same thing. Um, what they basically are is they're instruments that track actual and actual assets. So FTSE, FTSE 100, um, on, on any spread betting or CFD platform, you'll have something called something like the UK 100 because mm. they're not allowed to use the actual name but 
it's just mirroring whatever the FTSE 100 does. Sorry, for list, for some listeners, what is a FTSE 100? What is it? So the FTSE 100 um, actually stands for Financial Times, uh, FT, Financial Times, Stock, in, Stock, Exchange? Stock Exchange, that's it, 100. And it's uh, a compilation of the 100, 100 most valuable firms <clears throat> in the UK. That's the FTSE 100 and it's an index. Mm. So all it means is that these firms are, well, they because they're the top 100, that index is just tracking the top 100. That's why they're in there. Okay. Um, so when companies say, our company's made the FTSE 100, yeah, yeah. Basically that means one they've of become the, one, yeah, one of the top 100. Thing, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Just um, means you're in the top 100 companies in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's other indexes, right? So there's a yeah, 250. There's, there's the All Share, yeah. which has every single share. Then there's the... Small companies ones, mm. which has smaller companies. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's loads. There's loads. Um, but yeah, so spread betting, it's effectively, you know, it's, it's, it's considered as gambling. Um, and most of these platforms, the ones Kalisha mentioned, where they say, yeah, teach you how to trade, whatever. They basically teach you how to use these platforms, right? And how to execute trades, etc. to lo- go long on something, go short on something. <laughs> they teach you all these which in effect they're basic stuff right but my issue with it is it's all very standardized so they all basically teach you the same thing the same method mm-hmm. and with those methods you're, you're gonna lose money mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the exact statistic but it was something like 90 percent of day traders lose money 90 percent that's insane yeah yeah it's crazy i can't remember the, the exact statistic but most people lose money um was it two weeks ago no, in, in January, I did a bit of trading, not investing, trading in January. Mm. I made £500. Um, then last two weeks, there was a very, very volatile um, volatile period, right? I lost like 400 mm, Wow. Exactly, right? And I thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's really not the case that someone can just train you in a few series, video series or whatever, and then that's so you can walk away and, and know how to trade. Because what I always say is the professionals get it wrong quite a lot, like mm. quite a lot. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. therefore, you know, these are people that have studied it. They get paid to do it. That's yeah. that's their life. So if they're getting it wrong, clearly it can't be that simple. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, it's I would stay logic. away. Yeah, I would stay away from these okay. training courses, etc. Because what they're going to teach you, you can actually learn on YouTube in 10 minutes. Yeah. It's very simple. So how do you trade or invest in the real world? Well, in the real world, it's, it's a lot more, I wouldn't say complicated, but um, so in the real world, a an investment manager will not be using CFDs or well, they might use CFDs, but also, they definitely won't be using any spread betting platforms or whatever. Um, they might use a CFD because it's easier or more liquid or whatever, but usually they will buy actual stocks or actual bonds, whatever compared to a retail person who would just be buying a spread bet, uh, who would just be trading on a spread betting platform, on a CFD platform. So that's a big difference. Um, in the real world, for institutional investors, a lot of it's, um, it's a lot more expensive to do compared to a retail mm-hmm. person. Um, they have the information. So in investment firms, you have different people doing different things. You will have someone looking at the economy, looking at how the economy is doing, taking insights from that, passing it on to the investment manager. You have an analyst crunching numbers. So it's just a whole, it's like an ecosystem of people Mm -hmm. 
doing whatever they have to do in order to help make that one investment decision of whether okay. to buy or sell something, right? So you might have a team of 10 mm. doing that. Compared, and that's not often spoke about. No. Compared mm. to you, that one person, mm. if you call yourself a day trader, you're at home. I was just about to say that. Oh, and all you have is, you have the internet, yes, mm. and you can get a lot of information from the internet. But compared to the institutional guys, the real, the advantage they have is just crazy, right? Yeah. Um, they have all the, the resources they need. You don't. They have all the resources. They still get it wrong sometimes. You don't have the resources. So would you advise like someone like me to go and trade? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I, w- I would invite, advise someone like you to buy investment funds mm. because you're effectively paying someone to do all the work for you. But if you are someone who was really, really interested in trading and you wanted to trade, I would advise you to just learn as much as you can. And yeah, once you get to the point where you, you're comfortable with, you understand how these things work, you can watch something like Bloomberg and understand exactly what they're saying and mm. what's going on. And you're very comfortable, then maybe start putting on a few trades. But even then, with these spread betting accounts, because they allow you to use so much leverage, you know, you might put £100 in your account. With the £100, you can buy something worth £1,000, mm. for instance. So let's just say you do that, right? <clears throat> and whatever you've bought goes up by 5%. If it goes up by 5%, 5% of £1,000 is what? £50. So you've made £50, right? Mm. If it goes down by 5%, you've, you've lost 50 pounds. Yeah. But remember, you only put 100 pounds in. Mm. So you've lost half of oh, what you've put in yeah. for a 5% yeah. change in whatever it is that you bought. Yeah. So those are the dangers of using spread betting accounts yeah. and CFD platforms. Um, again, I'm not sure everyone under, actually understands how leverage works when they, when, when they go on these platforms to trade. Um, but yeah. Just, just know whatever money you put in and what you're buying, it's not, th- it's not that simple. Right? The relationship is different if you're using leverage. You're, when, you're more likely to, for a small change in the price, you can lose everything you have in there. When I think of trading, I feel like you have to literally be at your computer screen. Well, this is it. it from morning till whenever. Yeah. Um, and most people can't do it because they're at work. They have their normal jobs. Yeah. So they might just trade for a few minutes or hours throughout the day what if you put something on today and the news comes out and things change you might not be there might not be as responsive as you need to be um so yeah that's that's spread betting and cfds now stay away from it unless you really understand what you're doing and and even if you do understand what you're doing with with spread betting um how it works is if you're gonna buy or sell something you're always buying or selling it to your platform provider Mm -hmm. right so effectively, whatever you do, they're doing the opposite. Mm. Is that a good thing? No. Well, in the real world, if, if, if with fund managers or real traders, when they're buying and selling stuff, they're buying and selling to other people in the market. There's not just one place that they're buying and selling mm. to. Yeah. But you as a retail person, it's just one person. So if you buy something and you're making money, whoever you bought it from is losing money. It's yeah. like a zero-sum game, right? Yeah, Someone's yeah. always winning or losing. So it's it's kind of in the spread betting's platform's interest for you to lose money. They will obviously never tell you that. But whatever money you make, they're losing. Mm. So it's always in their interest for you to lose money. Um, Are they doing anything fishy? I don't know. I was just about to say, are they able to manipulate that? I don't I haven't experienced it, but I know people who say they have. So I can't say how true it is. Maybe if they're aware of trends and times of the years that um, Mm. share prices go up and down, 
with they wouldn't obviously communicate that to whoever's buying in but no. they know but but even put it this way even they, they actually can do that right yeah. even if they did they can and it's fine you've mm. bought something but remember throughout the day things are very volatile yeah. things go up right and remember they only have to change by a small amount but have a big impact your reflection will be a lot higher yeah um so yeah is there anything that um you have traded or know of um people that have traded in that is not that volatile and that you can mm. Well, if you're using the spread betting account, everything is because really? of that leverage. Because so there's, there's no safe. No, way not of doing spread betting. What is safe? It's an investment fund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not safe. Safe from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And where would you get those from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fidelity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, until they start sponsoring us, we can't say their name if we. Want. I know, right? We'll just say. Um, we call them the firm. <laughs> yeah, the, the firm. You can get it from the firm. I think this is good because I still think that with some people, if you say investing, yeah. they literally think of that stock exchange, people in the room shouting, yeah. Yeah. papers everywhere. Yeah, it's, and I think that's what um, puts people off trying to invest because they think, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So it's good to know that there are these different That's types. what I thought it was as well. Yeah. That, that pit, you know, what you just described, those pit traders, that, mm. that doesn't really exist it anymore. Doesn't. No, they all that's all computerized now. Yes, everything's computerized. So you had them back in the day, like yeah. in the eighties, nineties, yeah. and stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know they went out that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I thought like, I, I think yeah. it was a few years. No, yeah. no, no. So talking about something like trading places, like yeah, mm. yeah no, no, they or they, in they, um, they're extinct. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so so pursuit of that. See, those people are all brokers. Mm, okay, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. brokers. You know, oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Weren't they brokers in trading places? Broker, yeah. Were they See, the bank? I don't remember. Yeah. I've got the book. I need to read it. See, See they're all professionals ste- are confused. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. It, so I guess it is what Francis says. You have to make sure you read up on it. Yeah. And just equip yourself with the information. Yeah. It's not easy. And also, um, in terms of trading, again, people that trade, they, they use very different approach to their decision making. So me and Jerome spoke about technical analysis mm. not too long ago. Um, you know, traders are very because sh- they're very short-term focused. They they use a lot of technical analysis. A lot of these uh, spread betting platforms offer technical analysis systems or training, etc. Now you can use these. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't work. I personally don't believe in them. Oh really? I don't simply because it's like it's it's a tool that everyone has, right? And with with markets, when everyone has the same information whatever value you can extract just disappears because mm-hmm. everyone can do it. So it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And statistical analysis is just one of them. Unless obviously you have some kind of special tool or method of doing, mm-hmm. which other people don't have. But most people know what moving averages are or I don't know, Fibonacci, whatever. Most things that you can access, other pe- other people can also mm-hmm. access. So, um, yeah. When did you guys first learn about investing? Like or heard the word or what is it? Anything? Uh, what was your for first? me, it was when Lehman Brothers went down, and I saw it on TV. How old are you? How I was like you after uni. That's not oh. that long ago. <laughs> Took it oh eight. Yeah, yeah. Financial crisis. Yeah, yeah. financial crisis. Yeah, when I was yeah, working in the bank, I was yeah. working in that West, and I only had been there what a year. Yeah, remember I saw you there once. Oh really? You, oh. Were, you don't Francis, remember you, Green Park? I don't remember. You see, yeah. Kalisha doesn't even remember. Francis, do you want to marry Kalisha? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, 
Um, right. I don't know if you guys used to watch Rugrats. Yeah. Rugrats. That's when you. Wow. Do you remember there was an episode where I think it was Chucky's dad invested all of their money in this ear cleaner? It was like an earwax cleaner. And he put all of their money into it. And then they found out later on that the earwax cleaner, it, it kind of like squirts water into your ear. And then they found that, um, sorry, but I used to love Rugrats. That you was my tell. show. But um, <laughs> they found that squirting water into your ear just builds up more wax. Yeah. So what they did is he invested so much money in it, started living a lavish lifestyle because they thought, yeah, this is just like a game changer. Money's going to be flowing in. And then the, I think it must have been there, the person that they were using. What do you call them? Broker. Yeah, their broker must have come to say to them. They was like literally on the floor crying like, yeah, we found out this this product is not going to be good yeah um share prices dropped and they literally just went into ruins of course it only lasted one episode because that's how it does yeah. in those days. <laughs> but that was my first oh, understanding okay. of basic but on a very very basic level of what investing is yeah. another episode was fresh prince of belair mm. when um he started working for some one of Uncle Phil's friends. Uh, I remember that one. And he started taking... Yeah, um, but he was dodgy, right? Taking advice from a dog. The dog's... Oh. Don't you remember that episode? From a dog? No. No, it wasn't a I real dog. That. It was like a, a dead dog. The dead dog, it had sunglasses on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I <laughs> and remember. he started getting signs from um, a dead dog and he's asking, Will, when is your birthday? What star son are you? And he basically traded or invested based on what? On that. On that. Yeah. Mm, I so remember that episode. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. there's these little things that we've been shown. Yeah. But well, I guess for me, it was it. financial crisis. Mm. I saw it going on. It was yeah. on TV. When I started working in the bank, that's when it was. Yeah, I saw it on TV. Oh, really? Yeah, I was in my house. Mm. I, saw it. I remember the day, actually. And that's what you made you think? No, I saw it. I was like, what, what is going on? Yeah. So I just, yeah, I watched the news. They spoke about it. And I, I just read up on it. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Sounds, sounds interesting. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. So none of us are taught about it from parents? No. Mm. Nah. They didn't. They, they probably didn't know. Yeah. They didn't. That's so um, funny. Yeah, but that's why we're here, right? Exactly. But um, yeah, everyone think about when you first. Could, yeah, can you let us know on Twitter, please? Just do it for Sam because mm. I actually really want to yeah. know. Yeah. First of all, who actually remembers that Rugrats episode or the Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode? <laughs> I really want to know because I was mm. into Rugrats live and kicking on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Um. But um. Also, when did you first find about find out about investing? So not to like a deep level of knowledge but when did you first hear about it know what it was knew it existed knew what the word was just let us know yeah please um, do yeah so in terms of investing again there's different methods or ways to do it so as a long-term investor wouldn't really look at technical analysis as a trader would um a long-term investor would they would more look at if they were say and an analyzing then you know, a, a stock, a company, they will say, what's the prospects of these companies? Um, how are they doing for cash, innovation, that kind of stuff? So they will, they will take a holistic approach of looking at the firm in and out. They'll look at a lot of numbers, look at financial statements, balance sheets, income statements, that kind of stuff. And they'll just form a view of where they think that firm might be in, say, five to 10 years or something. And based on that, they would make an investment decision. Um, others might just take it, a, a more like top-down approach where they'll look at okay in, in which economy is this firm based how's the that economy doing so if that's that economy is doing well then maybe that firm will also be doing well mm. so so again those are, those are very high level you know strategies of how long-term investors will look at an investment or analyze an investment compared to a day trader that's a lot more short short-term orientated um, in terms of the dangers, uh, 
So one one of the things with spread betting is obviously the leverage is that because you, you you've put in a small amount, but you're allowed to use to trade with quite a big amount, you can get wiped out very easily. Mm. That's one of the dangers. So yeah, back in the day, it used to be that say you put in a hundred pounds and whatever you you bought dropped significantly by say a thousand pounds, and your hundred pound was wiped out, you would owe the company money. So you could lose more than you actually put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've stopped doing that now. There's there's a law that says, you know, once you lose whatever it is you have in your account, that's it. They can't charge you anything. Um, but there's obviously also dangers with investing because whatever you invest in can obviously drop in value, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of for retail people, you know, our listeners, young listeners, etc., <clears throat> I would say that the biggest dangers are just just be aware of people promising you you're going to make X amount of returns yeah. if you buy their training courses. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. Mm. Or even paying a few hundred or thousand pounds for these training courses. Yeah. I guarantee you those training courses will teach you something very, very basic, which you can learn on YouTube in 10 minutes. That's all they're going to teach you. And the most they're going to teach you is how these platforms work rather than how to invest. Yeah. They're not going to say to you how to invest, how to trade. Oh, you have to do this, do that. And even if they did, no one can actually tell you how, how in every single situation. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so rather than doing these training courses, buy a book for £10 or spend a few hours on YouTube and invest yeah. in yeah. It's free. Yeah. Yeah, it's Makes free. sense. You'll benefit. At least start there, right? Yeah. You'll benefit a lot more. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much investing versus trading. Um, for me, I, I kind of get the sense that trading feels more like a job. Uh, whereas investing is something you can do, you yeah. know, in while you, you know, secondary to your life in the background. Yeah. 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 Um, so unless you want to dedicate that much time to it, I wouldn't be looking at trading. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much good information. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And as we always say, if it sounds too good to be true, it, it probably is. is. That's why it you should do is. your research. For sure. Yep. As always. So yeah, so that wraps up episode 21 mm. yeah, ready i know yeah. right where did the time go <laughs> so time please when you have a fun definitely Sorry. yeah so please 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 give us some feedback on itunes yes yes please. yes yeah, and give please. us a rating yeah especially if you know us you have no yeah. excuse yes as soon as you finish this episode go and rate us and leave some feedback yeah. yes please good bad or indifferent just tell us something right good on itunes Bad or indifferent, send it to our, our email address. Yeah. <laughs> that actually makes sense. Give us a chance to fix it, yeah. I suppose. Like they do with eBay. Yeah. Contact us first. Isn't but it? any questions or any information that you want us to cover, um, let us know and we will do our best to yeah. pass the information on. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Making Sense PC. And we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, CastBox, iTunes. All of them. Yep. And you can send us an email, info at makingsensepodcast.com. In particular, I know I always want to know people's business, but I want to know who started investing um, um, off the back of knowledge you've picked up from this pod and how is it going so far. Send us an email or tweet us. Quite a few people have contacted me. Excellent. So you quite a few people, then I want to hear from you. (laughs) (laughs) Just let us know how it's going, what, what you're doing. And um and how it's going. Obviously, you don't have to give us figures and stuff, but just let us know. And also, our DMs are open as well, if that's easier for you. Slide in the DMs. Not my personal one, the Making Sense one. <laughs> 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 Fair.
thank you guys and thank you for listening (laughs) thank you for listening alright bye 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 bye